On today's episode of Awkward Moments Not Found in Your Average Children's Bible, we read Luke 19, verse 27. As for my enemies, those who do not accept my reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them at my feet. Amen. Welcome back to another junk-filled, immoral, sorry excuse for a podcast episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite thick with three C's, big titty heathen. And I'm Beth, your suave, slick, silky smooth Satanist. And by the way, Mel. What the fuck do you want, Beth? Rude. <laughs> I fully blame you and your damn tits for getting the podcast joint account permanently banned. Oh, God. Well, I am the favorite co-host and the big titty heathen, huh. so I got a reputation to keep up, you know? That's not the only thing you help keep up. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Like I said before, if Jesus died for our sins, we better go out legends or else he died for nothing. Amen. <laughs> uh, well, on today's episode, we have the opportunity to speak with someone that left the most notorious church. You may have redeemed yourself, Bev. Bitch, I know. <laughs> so today we have Danny Phelps. She is the granddaughter of the founder of the Westboro Baptist Church. Welcome, Danny. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Hi, everybody. How is it? What's up? Not much. Huh? Just chilling. How are you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. On a wonderful Saturday. On this, the day, <laughs> the, the day of the Lord. Is it now? Is it today? Almost, I don't know. Almost. Fucking it's, now. It's the pre day. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. You got to get ready for church today, you know? Oh, <laughs> that's what Saturdays are for. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gotta, but, but you have to sin the most uh, Saturdays. That's because, you know. I mean, you, what would you do on Sunday if you didn't sin on Saturday? That's what I'm saying. That, that's exactly. What I'm saying. <laughs> there would be no point to go on, right? There would be no yeah. point. There's no point. To yeah, go to church. Pray for at that point. <laughs> yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Well, well, I'm so glad I found you like, yes. on TikTok. I was just scrolling and what? That's her, what? What's going on? And <laughs> and I see your photo of you as a child holding that sign. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, my God, th this this chick is like legit. Like yeah. she's actually a Phelps. It's always and I was like for people. Yeah, I've actually got oh, yeah. banned because you know for hate speech because of that uh, picture. Oh, of, me. of course, yeah, of I have course. no control over yeah. that, but absolutely hate speech yeah. for sure. Oh my <sighs> god! Well, I'm so glad you're here to share your yes. story. But first things first, as per tradition, we would like the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us, Danny? <clears throat> I'm going to read this verbatim. The verse is Ooh. Jude seven, and I quote. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. End quote. Hmm. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You. Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Praise the Jesus. <laughs> That's I beautiful. It. I thought oh, it was. Yeah. You know. Yes. It's, God hates it's for the for the for the family. You know. Yes. Uh, family <laughs> appropriate, absolutely appropriate for you know eight-year-olds <laughs> memorizing that but you know so speaking about that 
So, um, for those who don't know the Westboro Baptist Church, which that's insane if they didn't, but you never know. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit of your background and how, how you grew up in the church? In okay. that specific church. So, Westboro Baptist Church, right? It's notorious, notorious for protesting military funerals and pretty mm-hmm. much being homophobes. Um, mm-hmm. That's what really put them on the map was all the protesting uh, dead soldiers and, you know, members of the military. But growing up there, um, obviously, I knew at a very young age that I was a homosexual. Mm -hmm. um, And hearing everything that they taught me or like, you know, that they, you know, spew out to the world. You know, you kind of learn to hate yourself as a child, which I'm sure we all have, you know, some type of, of experience like that growing up. Right, um, right. But mine was very extreme, so I became a very troubled <laughs> child, yeah. you know. I was the troublemaker in the family, the black Ooh. sheep. So I saw and had to do a lot of things that, you know, obviously I didn't want to do. So mm-hmm. so um, were, did you actually believe, like, in God and all that, or? You know, I think I wanted to. You know, go, mm. obviously you're born into it. Like you, you pop out right. the, you pop out your mom's womb, and you're immediately put in a stroller with a sign taped to your stroller. So it's like you're, you're out there immediately, um, spreading right. this hate, right. and you know you don't have any control, and you just kind of learn that that, well, to you that's what the world is, and so right. you want to believe that, um, but personally, um. I don't think I ever truly believed it. I, I was just like, well, this is what my family says, but I don't feel that way. I, like, I just, in my soul, I just didn't feel that, that that was truly how the world works and, you know, the universe and everything. So, no. Right, right. To answer your wow. question, no, yeah. I didn't. Can you give us a little background on the Westboro Baptist Church? How long has it been around and how did it start? Okay. And well, was it always like this? It wasn't always this extreme. Um, honestly, uh-huh. I wasn't even born when the picketing right. had started. Like, I, I can't even really give you an exact date for when it was founded and everything. Because, honestly, okay. I didn't really care that much as a child. Um, you uh-huh. know, it was just my life. But I right. know that it's been around for, like, protesting-wise, about 30 years. A little over 30 years. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Can't really remember when the actual church was founded. But it wasn't originally even the Westboro Baptist Church in and of itself. Like, my grandfather was just appointed a pastor there at that church. It was actually, like, a location for, you know, a group of churches. Um, mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he started preaching his own thing. And eventually, you know, the members that were there, you know, were like, uh, okay, Fred, you're, you're a little bit extreme here now. And, you know, mm-hmm. those of them that were members of the church that – were not related to him left. And so that church kind of became his and he, you know, had 13 children. So those 13 children, 13, 13 children, my dad wow. was the youngest son of, oh my gosh. of his 13 children. Um, wow. So, you know, obviously they all learn and whatever he teaches. And from what I hear, it was, you know, not the most ideal childhood for them. Like, cause my grandfather was also a civil rights activist and he did a lot of, um, defending, um, black and African Americans in the mm-hmm. civil rights, you know, civil rights movement. He did a lot right. for mm-hmm. that. So that's one good thing. He's not a racist, good. right? Okay. Right. There's yeah. something that's good something to know. Here. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, at least he's not a racist. Yeah, at least. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think, but like when if you really like look into the history of it and everything, like like that's what my girlfriend did. She she was like, well, I. The more I think about it, like at least he's not a racist. So the rest of it. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, this is okay. that thank quality. you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> so That's yeah. Hilarious. He kind of he had this church that was consisted of basically just his family, his kids, and oh. um, you know, he got disbarred for I don't know, lying basically. I think. Um, mm. And so he just disbarred got, from what? I'm he, sorry. He got disbarred, so he wasn't allowed to practice law anymore. Oh, he was a lawyer. Yeah, I didn't get yes. that part. Oh, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um, and no he, shit. Okay. Yeah. And wow. all of pretty much all of his children became lawyers for the most part. Like my dad has a law degree. Um, a lot of my huh. aunts and uncles. So they actually have a, their own law firm in Topeka. Um, okay. All right. Anyway, so let's. How do you think we got away with so much? Honestly, I was just about to say they're probably they know the law front to back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Damn. Uh, yeah. So you know, eventually, like, and then there's a park nearby where the church is. It's called Gage Park, and a lot of homosexuals. You know, back in in the 80s and 90s, a lot of you know, let me meet you in the bushes out back and we can get a little something, something going on with, right. you know, mm. homosexuals. And, yeah. and my yeah. grandfather was not okay with that. So he began protesting mm-hmm. at Gage Park and um, eventually all over the city. And after that, the country and then the world until we were banned from countries. But, you know, oh. what? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was kind of a wild ride there. What to say <laughs> now Damn. does the westboro baptist church have like different branches across the country or the world or something like that or is it just localized just, there yeah just that one location in topeka kansas oh. um oh, okay. they believe that they hold the candlestick whatever the fuck that means but you know they are the only ones if you were not a member of that church you were going to hell sweetheart like that's what oh. they do I had read that they think that they are the the only true church. Yes. Like, even if it's like they'll go pro set, protest other churches who think really the same, but Literally. then it's not them. So yeah. I I was so curious about them. Like, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> They literally that, follow it insane. like the Bible word for word, like that. Like that shit was real life. Like that's how they they feel it. It it really that's is interesting. Yeah, it's it, I'm like I can't remember who said it, but like um, one person said that the what the, the the members of that church are basically what actual Christians are. Yes. Yeah, they're just According very vocalized the about it. Right. Very aggressive about how they're spreading it, basically. Yeah. I heard Matt Dillahunty from the Atheist Experience say something like that. Mm. Say whatever you want about the Westboro Baptist Church. However, they are biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, they are acting like the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in fact, everyone else is a yeah. poser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like, come on. Poser. <laughs> You're lukewarm. Okay? You're lukewarm, Christian. No, but that's that's no way. You know, you catch more, you catch more bees with uh, honey, right? Right, 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 whatever it is. So they don't want to right. go out there and like, because <laughs> that was it was <laughs> it was a uh, it was honestly kind of embarrassing being out there, especially once I like came to the realization I was like, this is not how the world works, and I'm standing mm-hmm. on this corner telling people 
uh, that they're going to hell when, you know, I'm a flaming homosexual myself and I'm standing there holding yeah. the police bag sign. Right. Like, it's embarrassing. So how right. old were you when you first started to, to join the, the the protest line, I guess? Well, like from birth, like I said earlier, like I like, was not joking about that. You literally pop out the womb and you're in a car in a fucking with, with, with a picket sign with a know? picket sign. <laughs> they, made, they make small picket signs for the kids. Like, I'm so the, serious. Oh, my God. So yeah. serious. Oh my god. So serious. They make very small <laughs> for the kids. They are oh they're god. serious about their work, okay? Wow. That, wow. Now tell that me just... <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say could you share more about your, your process, your deconstruction process? Like about what age was it that you started? You know what? This, this is like a little too much for like, me. And like this is not uh, what I wanna do. Right. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so in third grade, I remember the exact moment. It was like the first day of third grade. I re- realized that I was gay. Like, I just saw, mm-hmm. I saw, you know, kids will be kids. I saw girls, like, she's cute. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be thinking like that. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, hold up. Isn't this what daddy did I shouldn't be doing? Oh, no. <laughs> but I couldn't even, you know, whatever. I got... <laughs> They thought I had a crush on a boy in high school, and I still got in trouble. So I'm like, where do where am I where do I where can I be right here? Honestly, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. you know, third grade, uh, realized, and I tried to hide it. Obviously, that's something I hated about myself for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, kids bullied us in school. Well, I never got bullied, okay? Because I'm a savage. Nobody wanted to mess with that's me. That's right. I didn't. I didn't get bullied either. <laughs> yeah, I was protecting. They'd bully my cousins, and I and they'd come crying oh, to me. No. And then I'd be like, Hey, you oh. you want to talk shit about my cousin? I mean, you're right. He does have a <laughs> But hey, stop being mean. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I was, that, I was that cousin. I was the one that was didn't take no bullshit. So no one right, really messed right. with me. But anyway, I just didn't mm-hmm. like, like, we didn't have friends. We weren't allowed to have friends outside school and stuff. So I was just oh, like, no. you know, you have a lot of time by yourself, especially me, because I was always in trouble. So I was always, like, cleaning the house by myself. I was a, I was a free maid for them, okay? Oh god! Uh, so I just had a lot of time to myself, and I would just think, like, man, like, is this really how I want to spend the rest of my life? Like, just being hated and spreading hate when, like, I don't even fully believe this. Like, I don't believe it at all, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, getting close to my 18th birthday, like, I'm 17. I had a job, um, working for the county, um, Parks mm-hmm. and Rec and stuff, and then, and I had a boss that was gay. And she was she was just very nice to me and kind of helped me. I don't know. She just let me vent to her a lot. And I, I realized, mm-hmm. I'm like, these types of people, like, this is how real people are. Like, yeah. people right. really aren't bad. Like, for the most part, people aren't bad. Right, um, right. Yeah. So I just kind of, I was like, yeah, like, I can't stay there. I need to leave. Like, I cannot. And she helped me, like, plan my move and actually tomorrow oh, is wow. the seven year anniversary of me leaving my family tomorrow is look Aww. at that i snuck out the window go. at night during the fireworks so they couldn't hear all the Whoa. banging around and stuff yeah and packed my little Holy i had a little shit. little kia i just put all my stuff in there and drove over to my boss's house and that was that the next <sighs> morning my i was gonna leave actually when i turned 18 but two days before my 18th birthday i tore my rotator cuff like my left arm and i'm oh, left-handed so i'm like i can't even sign a lease my hand's broken oh, you know, no. you know? No. <laughs> so yeah. I, was like, I was gonna leave when i was 18 but i was like man i need to let myself yeah heal. i need to like plan a little bit more so it was actually right. a few weeks before my 19th birthday that i was able to actually go through with the leaving mm-hmm. okay so 
Well, congratulations. And yes. I, yes. at the same time, I'm sorry that it came down to that. That's right. that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a death almost, like like the old right. me dying. You know, it was like literally a whole other life ago. It it's uh-huh. it's completely different from the life that I live now. And when I think about mm-hmm. like my siblings and stuff staying there, like my oldest sister, she's my best friend. Well, was my best friend growing up. I told her everything mm-hmm. except for that I was gay. Um, mm-hmm. And she actually just got married to some kid that you know, moved there after I left. So I don't even know the guy she's married to. She's pregnant. And I'm like, I think about my big sister and she's still there, like stuck in that mindset. Mm. And I feel bad. She, oh, she, she's still in the church? Yes. And oh, she's like gosh. almost 30 now. She's got to be like 28 or something like that. Oh, and I'm right. like, damn. Uh, that That's rough. Are you the only one that you that you know of that has left like that from the, from the whole mess? Uh, no, I mean, I have a... Uh, my two oldest brothers left um, when I was oh, really? younger. Yeah, so my my oldest brother Tim Jr. He left when I was in middle school. Um, we weren't super close. Um, mm-hmm. And then my second oldest brother Hezekiah left when I was in high school. And then I left in 2014. And then 2017, I believe, my little brother Caleb left. And that was actually really cool, like being able to have one of my little siblings and like he's a full grown man now, like going to medical school and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus. oh, wow. nice. Like Dude, I have my little amazing. brother back. So like, that's cool. But I'm the fifth of 10 kids. So there's still 10 kids. What is with that? Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't they don't believe in contraceptives. OK, oh, true. contraceptives true. send you to hell. All right. If you don't pop yes. a baby out, what are you Jeez. doing? <laughs> what the fuck that's like, crazy that is so yeah i have i still have a yeah. good amount of siblings that are still there um there's still a few that are underage so i'm hoping that the ones that are still underage there's two of them that are malachi and amos and i'm hoping maybe one day that you know they get through their head that 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 lifestyle is miserable it really is yeah. and i want it's them to leave because i'd like to have my little babies back but you know Aww. yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad to, to hear that, but I'm glad that some of you actually left and are amazing, and they're, you're growing and you're healing, and yeah. like I, I can't even imagine. Um, so I have a question: How much uh, control did the church have over you while you were 100 percent control? <laughs> I didn't. I literally I couldn't think for myself. When and even when you grow up and they're like, okay, you're gonna go to college, like you can't even pick your own degree. Like they're like, you need what? You need to either be go into the medical field or the computer science field or something like that. And I, when I first went to college, my first time, I was gonna go for exercise physiology, you know, kinesiology, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I literally had to do a full PowerPoint presentation for my parents to explain to explain to them how that that major was going to be able to help their ministry in some way. And the reason oh I gave God. was like, well, you guys, you know, we got to stay healthy. We got to be healthy to serve the Lord, right? So I can be the one to help you stay healthy, keep you in shape. Like that was literally the pitch that I gave. Somehow they bought it. <laughs> but, you know, like you yeah. had to go into those specific fields. Like that's how much control they had. That's wow. Like you can't wow. you don't live your own life at all. Wow. That's sad. That's it, fucking sad. sad. 
Yeah. Which yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that they let you go to college because I'd like, I'm, well, I'm they, assuming they, that. Yeah. They strongly believe in like education and stuff like that. Like, which is super interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I just figured that you're just, your, your main goal is to make babies and do the dishes and make your sandwich, <laughs> you know, the, the whole 1950s, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know um, it probably looks like that from the outside, but right, it's a right. pretty, you know, I don't know. Oh. I, yeah. It's it's interesting. It's a very weird concept. It's 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 very complex. Like very things. very even my I got cousins, you know, and their wives and stuff. Like they still don't understand. Like my brother and his girlfriend have been together for three years almost, and she still has like she doesn't know. She still doesn't know a lot. Like we don't. Hmm. There's so many details like that only come up if you get like a group of us together. Like if you get me and my brothers together. We'll be, we, we can talk about our childhood and things that we completely forgot about come out. And we're like, oh, shit, that, oh, that happened? Wow. Oh, yeah. And we laugh about it. And people are like, you know, our significant others are sitting there and they're like, uh, they don't think it's That's funny. not normal. Yeah, they're like, that, yeah, yeah. that's traumatic. <laughs> and we're just, we're dying yeah. of laughter. And we're just like, that's so Exactly. Funny. You know. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I think that's, that's common, uh, you know, with people who grow up in, in a cult. They don't even know that they're in a cult, first of all. Yeah. Right, right. Until yeah. you're seeing it from, from the outside and you realize that this is not normal. This is fucked up shit <laughs> that has scarred me, but I've learned to dissociate, you know, yeah, from yeah. it in order to cope with the pain in a way that, like you're saying, sometimes you might even forget about those experiences mm-hmm. because it's something that doesn't contribute to your well-being anyway so you decide to just block it off your mind Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm sorry that you had to go through that that's that's rough it was um so when did your parents or your family find out if they know uh that you were in the gay community um so okay this is actually kind of funny do they know do they know (laughs) (laughs) right so they're pretty much anti-military homophobes whatever so mm-hmm. the, I'm, my friends like to joke and be like, "Oh my God, you're everything your family hates," which is true. <laughs> I'm everything but Jewish. You know, I should just go She's be, just <laughs> I should just go be. You're Jewish. a marine <laughs> lesbian girl, right? Yeah. Which is I, I, I cut my hair. These motherfuckers, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, but actually, I love it. So when I left, right, mm-hmm. I was still kind of like I was in the closet, but like not really. Like I just wanted okay. to be myself. Like it, to me, it was just like me living. It wasn't. I'm a homosexual. It was just like, I love who I love. So I never thought right, about it that right. way. But I would get invited mm-hmm. to, do you guys know what the Equality House is? The Planting Peace Project? No. So the no, Rainbow, did that. you know there's a Rainbow House that's right across the street from the Yes. Street? So that's the, plant, the Planting Peace. Oh, okay. So, okay yeah, it's, okay. Uh, it's okay. just, you know, a safe safe haven for like homosexuals and stuff. Like you, okay. you can go there and you feel safe and loved. So I'd get invited mm-hmm. there a lot to like, I don't know, kiss babies, shake hands, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I kissed a baby once and shook some. <laughs> um, I probably signed a baby's forehead with a Sharpie. I don't know. Oh, That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh so there was like a group picture, like a group kissing picture. They're like, let's take a picture of all of gay people kissing in front of the church. So like we all line up. <laughs> on the sidewalk right outside. I didn't have anybody to kiss, but there was a gentleman that lived there. I think his name was Patrick. He was like, he worked there and lived there at the same time. And he's, he has long mm-hmm. hair, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I'll kiss you. I'm like, okay, just a little, you know, peck. 
and we right. just had to <laughs> hold it for a few seconds while they take pictures. So that picture was in the newspaper. Oh, um, my oh. family saw that picture. Me front and center kissing what they thought was a woman because he had long hair. <laughs> right. Yes, right. I learned this. I learned this. Oh no! Because this was like a year or so after I left, and then um, my my little brother when he left, he was like, "Oh my god, Danielle, like you have no idea." So when they found that picture of you, they were like, they were they were running around the the complex like guys, we knew she was gay. I knew it. Like, she just wore all those boy clothes. I'm like, okay. Oh, no. I wore board clothes because I have seven brothers and all I wore were hand-me-downs, okay? You right, guys, right. I'm not gonna wear all yeah. the One, I was gay, but like, and right. I feel more comfortable in boy clothes. It's just more comfortable, let's be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah so like, my brother was like, <laughs> you were like, she's gay! And like, three of my aunts were like, we knew it. We knew it all along. <laughs> I'm like, none of you guys even talked to me. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's how they found out that I was gay. And then, <laughs> they, but, you know, they knew. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... That's funny that the photo wasn't even with the woman. I know, no, it was a man with long hair. And they're like, she's gay. I'm like, you're not wrong, but you're not right. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's a great way for my family to find out I was gay. That probably devastated my father. He had a stroke. Mm. <laughs> that's oh, no. a stroke. <laughs> oh, shit, I have a because lesbian daughter. Oh, Sorry, no. I love dark humor, so. No, no. <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> you got a stroke. I mean, I don't know. It was when I was on deployment too, so like, shit. He was oh, probably no. like, oh shit, my my gay daughter is away on a Marine Corps deployment. She's probably gonna die, oh. and then I'm gonna have to pick at her funeral. Stroke. I don't fucking know. Too much for. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Um, so so, how long were you in the Marines? I was in the Marine Corps for four years and two months active duty. Okay. Uh-huh. I didn't spin because I went on a deployment. Um, That was actually really cool. Like, that was probably one of the most defining moments in my life, I feel like. Like, where I actually felt like I made a difference and made up for all the hurt that I caused as a kid. Unintentionally, right? right? Like, against my will. Mm -hmm. Um, I was was on the female engagement team, so the FET. And what they do is... Mm -hmm. It's the female Marines, strong female Marines. Like you have to, you know, be approved for this program and Mm -hmm. you go to other countries. Um, So in my case, I went to Jordan and I taught female Marines. So the Jordanian FET, so female uh, Jordanian soldiers, right? Mm -hmm. I taught Mm -hmm. them how to shoot their rifles and hand-to-hand combat and just, you know, military tactics i was able to teach them those things and like i changed Sweet. lives there so it was really cool like there you go. two women specifically i know for a fact that like i made an impact on their life and taught them a lot and so that was the coolest experience i think in my life like all the shit that i've been through right that right. that moment like and i did i did all that with a broken foot can you believe it look at me oh shit oh wow right and a fucked up rotator cuff right, yeah. right. <laughs> come for me now Jeez. Right. <laughs> anyway yeah. well that's fucking badass thanks for sharing that wow yeah, fuck yeah oh my gosh <laughs> oh man so speaking of the military, um, I know that they pick it at the, like you were saying, the funerals. 
Why is that? What is the actual reason or justification for that? Um, I never understood it. So I think for them, it's like, why are you serving this country that's going to hell, basically? Mm. Um, so they're like, for them, it's like, look, like I'm at your child's funeral. Like why you, you've done this to yourself, basically, like your child blindly went into war for this for this country that, you know, is worthless, essentially. And mm. Yeah, so there's basically they they like picketing anything that's gonna drag like draw attention to them. They're just very they're they're attention whores, okay? Let's just be honest. Oh yeah. Whores. <laughs> boo you whore. Oh, yeah, boo you whore. <laughs> 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 Um, so like with with the, their obsession with the gay community was that all they <laughs> preached about or was there actually like a message or do you want a quote unquote message what towards they... the gay community yeah well just yeah. for them like like they love to fucking like hark on the uh, one man one woman for life uh, like that's one of their signs what else uh man what was that verse sorry a man, oh, uh, man made, lay with not the lot. kind. Oh yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. The kind it's an abomination right, right. or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that. Those are like they love to pull those verses out when it comes to you know the gay community and everything. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. <laughs> They're they don't. I don't necessarily think they have like a message for them. I think it's just like the Bible says this, and you know how literal they are about the Bible. So they're just like, yeah. you see this? It says it verbatim in the Bible. You're not supposed to do that. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And that's it. Yeah. Oh my God. But I think that's they just, insane. it's just such a large community. I think they're like, Ooh, let's piss, let's piss all the gays off and see what happens. You know? Mm. Right. And it um, draws attention to a, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know exactly. how gay people are. We're so flamboyant. We're just going to be like, Oh, <sighs> But they don't mind. Oh, don't face. Stop mm-hmm. shoving it down my throat, okay? God. Yeah. <laughs> Comes please, with or, consent. Or, or, or yeah, do. yeah. You know, I, I'm not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me dinner first, and then we'll talk about. We need it. You need so enthusiastically. Um, <laughs> what is it? Enthusiastically. Um, consent. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. So one thing uh, you say that they take the Bible literally. So. To what extent, though? Like, do they not eat shrimp? Do they wear clothes that are not mixed fabrics? Like those things, or do they also cherry pick those are those they, particular they, they things? Pick and oh. oh yeah, they pick and choose for sure. You can. Of course oh, they of do. Course. Of course they do. I met people. I when I would first meet people outside when I like first left, they're like, "So you're not like Amish or anything?" I'm like, "No, I mm-hmm. I wear Nike. I wear Nike just like you, sis. Like, what do you mean?" Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, they definitely pick and choose. They're just like. Oh. Follow the Ten Commandments, but like only some of the Ten Commandments, okay? Right. <laughs> exactly. Like I really whatever. And you know what? With all the new like with TikTok, like it's so like broadcasted now. Like the translation of the they use the King James version. Like that's such uh, a like they they did not translate that properly. And right. in those shocker, yeah, right, right. <laughs> So like they they're they're working with a with a translation that's not accurate. So obviously their 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 views are going to be skewed just just off mm. that. But I really want somebody to like take that information like hey, this was translated incorrectly. What do you guys say to that? But I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody's brought that to them and I really I'm curious what they're going to say about it, you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm sure I'm sure they won't care because as long as it fits their agenda, right. you know, like, right. they, they don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> well, it sounds to me like they're using the Bible as an excuse to be hateful bigots. That too, yeah. <laughs> Just pretty fucking sad. It is. And that is the reason why I and Mel, we don't respect beliefs. Beliefs right. are ideals, ideas that inform uh, behavior. And for that reason, I don't have to respect people's beliefs. You can believe whatever the fuck you want, but don't be telling me that my holy book tells you not to behave a certain way. Right. Right. Worry about your own life, sir. Exactly. If you don't want to marry a man, don't marry a man. If you don't want to have an abortion, don't have a fucking abortion. But stay the fuck away from other people's business. That's it. Mm -hmm. Period. How hard is that? It's hard for uh, Christians, speaking, honestly. Okay. It's hard for Christians. Yeah, it is. It love is. thy neighbor as yourself, okay? <laughs> well, how can you love yourself if they tell you you're broken from the fucking beginning? Right. Yeah. Right. You yep. know? Exactly. They, they gaslight you so much that they tell you that there's that you're worthless, basically, unless you accept Jesus into your life. Mm-hmm. What kind of fucking self-love is that? Yep. You know? And whatever happened to love thy neighbor bullshit, right? Exactly. When do they use that at that church? Like, where for, them, are they not- for them, it's like, if you don't tell your neighbor that they're going to hell, like, you don't love them kind of thing. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Geez. Right? Like, you got to tell them the truth no matter how hard it, how bad it hurts. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, to an extent, I guess. But, jeez. You got to <laughs> It's like, tits, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hakuna, um, you're t- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, so how do you move forward from leaving a cult? What and, and what has been like the hardest part of doing so? Um. Okay. Well, the hardest. Well, in your case, I think you do have uh, the advantage that you were actually able to leave a cult. Some people are not yes. able to do right, so. Right. Right. Yeah. I, and it's, so. it's weird because it's like, why are you so? Okay, I can't be mad that there's people that are weak-minded. Like, I'm not a weak-minded right. person. Like, I'm very critical of what people say. I'm like, just like, what, yeah. what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I got to question everything because I'm like, exactly. I just want to know. That's yep. just how I am. So, like, that was easy for me as a kid, and it got me in right. trouble a lot, obviously. Mm. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> you know, like, you learn to just keep your mouth shut. But there's it's just yeah. weird that peop- there are people, like, I understand it, and I have sympathy for it. Um that they just can't get out of that mindset and like they they truly believe that that the stuff is real and mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i am lucky that i was able to get out of it and kind of surprised that i did honestly because that was one of the hardest decisions i've ever made in my entire life and i've made mm. a, a good amount of decisions um, yeah yeah like, i mean you're living everything that you know your whole support system like your family and it it hurts me sometimes it does like yeah, tomorrow's, absolutely. Tomorrow's always hey, a hard it's day. It's your upbringing. It's your family, your upbringing, and your your identity exactly. that you are yeah. definitely leaving behind you, and that is part of your person. And definitely, it is hard. Definitely, and you you don't know who you are when you leave initially. Like you, right? You, yeah. you, it's you have to then create a life for yourself, create a support system, find yourself exactly. Yeah. And I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Like I still am trying to find who i am fully um and that's yeah. something it, you you have it requires a lot of you know love and acceptance from other people around you like the people that you care right. about so yes i just pray that there's you know there's people out there that like i feel i, I just pray that everybody has that everybody finds that acceptance and love in the world that that, that mm-hmm. support system is, is key 
exactly. So which I mean, but also like, to learn to love yourself, learn to yes, find yourself, exactly. oh, yeah. explore, and don't be afraid to you know do certain things that you weren't allowed to do in the past because yes. you just were told not to do certain things. Yeah, oh yes, it's very especially. important. Like cutting your hair, you didn't cut your hair. We never yeah. cut our hair. Oh, and so cutting oh. my hair was a was a it was. I cried when it happened. I was just oh. like, yeah. But it was like, it was just like a like just releasing it kind of cry. I was just like, well, right. I did it. Yes. I did it. Yes. Nothing yes. happened. I, I, I didn't get mm-hmm. struck by lightning. Like God doesn't, you know, <laughs> right? That right. kind of thing. I'm like, and then I get tattoos, and each time I'm kind of like, mm. ooh, because they they imprint that in your mind. But once you yeah. do right. it, exactly, like once you get past that fear, like you're okay. Like it's it's yeah. you. It's just your life. Live it. Life is too short. <laughs> yeah, the, the cutting the hair, that was symbolic for you in a way yes, as yeah. well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're letting go of that crap and at the same time finding your own identity. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so after you left, do you, like, I'm assuming your family shunned you is, or do you still talk with them? No, I don't talk to them. Mm. Um, okay. The last <laughs> interaction I had with my dad, he pulled up and, and he borrowed one of the, like, my uncle's trucks or something pulled up in the truck with my furniture like my bed and mm-hmm. stuff hands me a huh. like my <laughs> i had like there's like two of my brothers and like a cousin there and they unloaded the stuff onto the front lawn of my boss's house my dad gets out of the truck hands me a folder with like my passport my birth certificate you know all my important stuff oh wow right, hands right. that to me and he goes this is this like whatever this is what it is and i said thank you and then he just looked at me closed the bed of the truck and then jumped in the truck and drove off. That was the last interaction I ever had with my dad. Like, Oh shit. No, like I was dead to him immediately. Dead to him. How long ago Uh, was this? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, You did say that. Sorry. No, Ah. no, it's okay. (laughs) Um, I was listening. (laughs) You're in your own world over there. Right. That's what I have. The ice cream I had. (laughs) Ice cream. But that was the last interaction I had with my dad. And then my mom's, that was kind of emotional. Um, uh, because, like, my dad had gone out on Sunday to, uh, you know, do the Sunday morning pickets with, like, my siblings and stuff. And my mom texts me. And she's like, there's, because I was the only one that ate healthy in my house. So, like, all of my, like, spinach and shit was at the house, though. <laughs> 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 spinach and shit. Yeah. So my mom texts me. She's like, all of your food's still here. Are you, you want to come pick it up? And I was like, oh, shit. Um, sure. <sighs> so while my dad was at, you know, at the pickets, I pull up to the my, – my house has two driveways. I pull up to the to the main driveway or to the 12th Street driveway, whatever. And my mom meets me out back or out on the driveway, and she walks me inside. And it was so surreal because, like, you know, yeah. the, just the day before I had left or, like, two days before, something like that. Yeah. And so I – I can imagine it was, that it was feeling. It felt weird because it felt like it wasn't my home anymore. Right. right so I'm like right, walking right. into the, my backyard that, you know, I grew up in. Walk into this house I grew up in and it didn't feel like home. I had my two youngest siblings that I mentioned earlier. They were still home. Like they weren't out at the picket that day. And they were mm-hmm. helping my mom pack like baskets of all the food that I had. Like all my balsamic vinegar, you know, all my fancy <laughs> stuff. Because I'm a, I'm right, a bougie right. bitch, right? Bougie bitch. I love that. <laughs> and that was so emotional because they weren't allowed to talk to me and they just looked at me like a stranger and that was super hard and then my mom you know helps me carry the baskets out puts puts it in the car and then i close the door and i just look at her and she's like 
you know you can always come back right and <sighs> i look at her oh, and in my head God. obviously in my head i'm like i know i'm gay i know yeah. that this is not yeah. the life i want to live like no matter how hard it it is for me to leave and i just looked at her i was like i can't i was like thank you but i can't yeah and I'm getting emotional because I always get emotional when I talk about my mom. Yeah. <laughs> my therapist knows when problem. I get to the point. She's like, tell me about your mom. I'm over. I'm, I'm broken. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I just look at her. I'm like, I can't, but thank you. And then she hugged me. And that mm-hmm. was, sorry. Whew. No, no. Please. That was like, you know, the last emotional connection I had to anyone yeah, right. in my family that was still mm-hmm. there. And after that hug, it was like her emotion shut off and she looked at me like she was dead behind the eyes. Oh my God. And she was just like, okay, um, you should probably get going now. Dad will be home soon. And I was like, okay. And I get in the car and I drive off. And as I was driving back to my boss's house, you know, where I was staying, my dad was actually still out at the picket that he was. And I drove past him and I was just like, oh, wow. Like, that's that. And yeah, so that's, I don't talk to anyone there. No, that was the last real, yeah. like, anything I had. And if my mom ever needs anything, like, like somehow they get a piece of my mail or something. She just talks to my older brother and he handles it for me. Wow. So do you still talk with your brothers and sisters? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't have sisters that left. My older sister's still there. My little sister's there still too. Um, Her twin is my little brother that left. So that's hard on him because he, you know, it's a twin, Uh, like that's someone that you're close with. So that's hard on my little brother. But anyway, I am, I, I, my oldest brother, you know, he's 31. He's, you know, getting his life. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's, he's got his girlfriend and he's right, living right. His, his happy little life. He's not much of a talker, but I'm definitely yeah. closer mm-hmm. with him. I would say than any of my other brothers, which is surprising because I was never close with him as a kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's my big brother and we don't really have to talk. We just, we sit in silence and we're cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. my other brother, we talk occasionally, like he has a daughter, so that's my niece and I, Aww. you know, I have that connection with them. And then my little brother, I mean, he's in med school and I pay for his phone. That's pretty much our relationship. And they love me and like, we're still a little family, but it's, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not what it used to be. It's not the same anymore. Right. It, yeah. it never will be the yeah, same we're, anymore. I mean, we're all adults and we all experience trauma. So like we all deal with the trauma yeah. in our own way. And I know mm-hmm. I didn't deal with it very health, like in a healthy way when I was in the Marine Corps and it scared my family mm. a lot. Like they really didn't think I was going to come home alive. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, cause it was yeah. just, you know, it's, it's hard. It's a lot to deal with, especially when like, it's, you kind of forced to deal with it. And then yeah. also, you know, in the Marine Corps, you know, I don't know if you know, but it's a little rough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, so, a bit. <laughs> you know, we all deal with it in our own <laughs> ways. Mine might not have been super healthy, but I'm finding a healthy way now. So, Right, and that's what matters. Exactly. I mean, that's just, amazing. It's baby steps, and you have to, you have to heal. It's yeah. Like, I mean, my brother always told me, and it's something like my oldest brother. He's taught me so much, and he he didn't even have to talk to me to teach me these things. I just watched him because he's yeah. been gone for so much longer than me. So he's mm-hmm. kind of learned this. Um, he told me like I would always like make a mistake or something, and he mm-hmm. just would text me and be like, Hey, you got to make a mistake to learn from it. So he's like, I'm letting, he's like, I I could, I could help you avoid these mistakes, but I have to let you make these mistakes. And that's, you know, that's something that really stuck with me. So I'm not afraid to make mistakes anymore. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I hear that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
this podcast was a mistake agreeing to this oh <laughs> no definitely not uh, no definitely no not. no cut the cameras cut the cameras we're done we're done stop the camera boom <laughs> 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 Oh, no. Um, when you were still in the church and you were doing the, you know, the protest, were you ever like given death threats or or, pe- or people trying to like come at you by other people, like outside the church, like outside the oh, church, all yeah. the time, honey, all the time, honey. <laughs> oh damn! That, no, like I'd get called ugly, and for so long I believed it. I mean, I'm not oh, super no. cute, you know, but like you know, random people on the street, and they're like, "You're fat, you're ugly." I'm sitting here like. I'm like 80 pounds. I'm like, I'm fat. What? No. Oh, no. No, like, oh, no. <laughs> like people I don't even know. I'm like, damn. Maybe I am ugly. I ain't never gonna no. find me a hot wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. Tell me now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I got, I got spit on. I can't tell you how many times I've been spit on. But you know, they no. called me growing up. They called me Stone Face Danielle because people would mm. get in my face. But I would just sit there and like stare at them, and that would probably—that's probably what prompted them to spit spit at me because I—I yeah. never I didn't feed in them into any of their energy, right? right? right. I was just like, all right, you're mad. Like I understand you're mad, and it wasn't even because I was like, fuck you. Like I'm not gonna respond to you. It was literally like I'm sorry. Like in my in my head, I was like, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Like they're yelling at me. And I'm like, I don't right. want to do this, but I can't say that to them. Right. So I'm right. sitting there. I'm just like, okay. Like I hear what you're saying. And I'm kind of, I'm an empath, right? So that was hard. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been shanked and stuff, you know, lots of, what? Oh, you know, shit. Ooh, I was like a month old, not even. And like, there's an IED that like blew up what? by our house, right? Like, like crazy shit happened to, to me. And I'm sorry, what, 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 <laughs> what blew up? We're, we're not going to just go past this. Like, you know, you know IEDs, like, you know, excuse like, me? my family has a sign, right? Thank God for yeah. IEDs. Um, and it was like shortly after I was born, like my, my little cousin was just born or something like that. And, um, somebody, I, I don't think they ever found out who, but they, you know, made an IED and they uh-huh. set the IED off on the block. And it was at my, it was at my aunt Cheryl's house, I believe. Mm. And, you know, like, I was like, Jesus, cause I live right next, right next to that. And I was like, whew. I mean, obviously, I was still a kid, so I was like, Ooh, right. living my life. I'm just going to right. and suck some titties, but, you know. That's, I mean, that is <laughs> Coincidentally, I was, coincidentally, I wasn't dressed I think my mom was like, let's not. I know this is a gay baby. <laughs> like, my mom always told me that I was her easiest birth, but I was hell ever since. She always told me that. I was like, thanks, mom. Oh I love you, too. God. I think she, I think she knew deep down, like, I think this baby's gay. I think this baby's a gay bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I accepted oh, it shit. early on, right? I pur- uh, yeah, I purposely yeah. grabbed the signs like fags or beast. I grabbed that. I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. I'm a beast. <laughs> I, you know, I had to cope with it somehow as a kid. Okay? Right, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, own it, right? <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> um. So, like as Beth said earlier, we found you on TikTok, right? Right. right. Um. So how has that experience been? Is there more support or more hate or a mixture of both? Um, um, honestly, yeah. okay, so I have very severe anxiety and PTSD from everything that I've had to mm-hmm. endure. Um, right. So 
when there are negative comments and it's usually like, ooh, like you picked the one thing that they had right, like joining the military and you did that. Wow. I was like, okay, I joined the military because I was homeless and I need something to do. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, that's what you do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do homeless lesbians do? They join the military. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what, what they do. all the lesbians are. That's, that's the hot spot, that's right? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, oh like, there's there, when there are hate comments, like it's hard on me. But then, like, I'll just like vent to Autumn about it, my girlfriend, right? And yeah. she and she's just like, babe, and she'll like pull it up, and there's like hundreds of people defending me. Like, dude, she was in the cult. She was mm. a kid. She had no control over it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. When there are those negative comments, there's people that always come in, but like, come on, like, yeah. No matter how hateful this group is, and they're not physically violent, but I understand that their words are violent. But yeah, when yeah. people like. I was a kid and I was getting shit thrown at me, fucking hot coffee thrown at me in the middle of the summer. And then I have to stand there through the whole picket sticky. Like, come Ooh. on. Like, that's uh-huh. traumatic for a child. Like, yeah. And right. Even if they think that they're throwing it at an adult, we were tall kids, okay? So you're probably hitting a child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's their right. excuse. They're like, I was aiming at an adult. I'm like, how the hell do you know if it's an adult, okay? Right. Like, right. How do you know if it's an adult? <laughs> Like, well, they're yelling at me. I'm like, we were yelling. We were told to yell. Like, right. I like I, I don't blame the kids because it's all your spinach and shit that you were eating. Right? I was a buff bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> they just oh hated me because they ate me, all right? That's right. They my lumpy and shit. That was still looking fine. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, anyways, so the hate comments they get to me, but for the most yeah. part, you know, the everyone everyone takes it pretty well and supports me and it you know it helps with the healing process i'm like okay cool like i i'm not rejected really from from everyone right yeah well there's there's because you know as we said earlier it's a very notorious church so they they know yeah and there's people antics they've done exactly and people people Uh, will like oh my god i can't believe that the wbc popped up on my account i'm like are you guys not like looking like at the videos like i feel like there's people that are like oh my god i threw rocks at your family okay cool like I'm not, I'm, with them. I'm not with them like they don't pay attention i left in 2014 all right 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 right. i'm a whole adult i didn't i don't believe that shit and it, there's <laughs> there's people that there are people that are like they look at the account and they're like you're supporting them we're not supporting them we're telling no. you don't throw shit at them because it's not gonna help anything yeah, and that traumatized right. me personally so i would like it if you didn't throw stuff at my cousins and my siblings thank you um right you know um so what what are your plans if any for your tiktok are, do you want to expose the church more or are you just <laughs> vibing and chilling well i mean for for right now i'm pretty pretty much like vibing chilling trying to warm okay. up to it um and we haven't been posting right now because autumn is working at a camp right now so she's okay. not reachable and mm-hmm. it's technically her account so mm-hmm. um but oh, okay yeah so but we she she has to talk me into it a lot because like my anxiety like again um there's a lot of things i I tell her things she's like that would be so good to put on tiktok like we need to do it i'm like Mm. babe i don't want to like i can't do it thank you i can't do it like it's just a lot because i don't know why i don't know why it's not even like 
hard to talk about necessarily. It's just I don't know how people are gonna react to it. And right, right. You know, I just I don't want the negative negative attention, I guess. Yeah, so mm. I mean, do you dislike being associated with them? Uh to an extent. Like okay. like when I was in the Marine Corps, uh I would uh people like obviously asking me like they they see the name and they either relate uh, it to Michael Phelps or to them. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. When 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 they do find out about it, I I've gotten mixed reactions from my fellow Marines. Like I've had Marines tell me like they want to go shoot my family in the head and I'm like oh, like fuck. I understand that that like feeling but yeah. dude, don't say yeah, my face, yeah. bro. Come on, man. I'm just telling you about my life. Um right. Yeah. Right. Wait, sorry. What was the question? I totally just lost track of what I was talking about. <laughs> no, like being associated with oh, the with the yeah, church. Yeah. It's hard, like, yeah, because I'm like, well, technically, yes, like I was born into it, um, but I had no control, and so right, I and hate, it's your family too. Yeah, it's not so, just some random organization. Exactly, it's not like something that I was like, yeah. ooh, I'm gonna join this when I was young and naive. No, exactly. I was right. I was raised in it. And so, you were literally like everything they hate except yeah. being Jewish. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta get a conversion, all right? Like. right, right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's not necessarily hating the association. It's just like when I try to ex- like tell my story, I get those mixed review, like mixed reviews, I guess, from people, and I'm like, yeah, come on, man, like listen to the whole story and like understand, like, right. So. Like I, I could understand, like for uh, if you were still in the church, mm-hmm. you know, and, and right. promoting the the hate hole mm-hmm. shit, but seeing that you're out of it and you're trying to, you know, better heal, myself and like, yeah, right. So yeah, all of them could fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So are are you uh, atheist at the moment or something like that? I think I think Autumn tells me that I'm agnostic or something like that. Agnostic. agnostic. I just say that I'm spiritual. Like okay. I'm just I, I believe everything is energy. You know I'm a crystal bitch. I like my earth. Yeah, yeah. You know that type of fuck stuff. Yeah. Crystal bitch. I, I love it. Crystal bitch. Shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, crystals. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> so like yeah, I don't really okay, okay. I guess identify it with anything necessarily. I'm just I just like I just want to live my life and I want everybody yeah. to be happy. Like that's it. Totally. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, shit! It's been a fucking pleasure. Yes, um, absolutely. I've, I've, I've we're super thankful. Here. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm we grateful, really thank honestly. you. Yeah, thank you for this opportunity and thank you for sharing this story. And I commend you for being able to set your foot down and find the determination to walk away from such a toxic environment and have the cor- the courage to walk towards change and healing and finding yourself. So you're fucking awesome. Yes. And we're super glad we got to meet you via, you know, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not in well, person. TikTok, but still, yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep up with me. Yeah, maybe TikTok. hopefully at some point in the future, maybe we can meet in person, have a beer or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll take a shot. And hopefully, yeah. And I hope you continue to heal and, you know, still get your voice out and empower others. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's something so that's, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you were saying? Oh, yeah, sorry. It was, it, that's just something, like, I know that I've had an impact on other people just telling my mm-hmm. story, and mm-hmm. that's something that, like, I, I, I love. I love that. So I hope mm-hmm. to continue to be able to do that. Yeah. Is awesome. there a particular message you want to get out there, like, like uh, in a nutshell? God hates fags. Like... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's figs, ma'am. It's oh, figs. My bad, my bad. 
That should be the title of the episode. God I mean, hates pigs. pigs. There you go. There you go. I like it. <laughs> or flags. Copyright. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so speaking of TikTok, where can we find you? Do you have oh, a YouTube? Yes. Do you have a TikTok? Well, obviously you have a TikTok, but do you have YouTube? Um, well, let me see, actually. I got, if you want to follow uh, my girlfriend Autumn's account, which is where I do all of my posting about my family mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. um at that westboro lesbian i fucking love it okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll say it all together I'll, I'll say it again now that westboro lesbian mm, just rolls up the tongue and i love it <laughs> is it all one like one co- yeah. phrase together all, no yeah. no all one no, word no. okay perfect <laughs> you're welcome that's everybody. great yeah but, I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) And we wanted to remind everybody that we do have a merch store. If you want to go check it out, go to our bios on TikTok. If you can find our fucking fucking TikTok. (laughs) Uh, I haven't gotten banned yet again. Uh, Knock on wood. Uh, I know Mel got banned recently because... These little bitches keep banning and mass reporting our shit. Such fucking bullshit. But anyway, um, by the time you listen to this episode, (laughs) hopefully they haven't banned us as of yet. Uh, But yeah, there's the link uh, right there. You can find me at bafflemetal.666. And I believe Mel's is Funk Monk. Or what is it? It's Funk Monk Monk 06. Funk Monk 06. It's my old, it's my original like AOL screen name. Oh, okay. You got mail. (laughs) Exactly. Also, um, if you are a simp, I mean a fan of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. Uh, You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash burningeden666 and clicking on the support button. Thank you to Chico, Emily, Kid, and Robin. Holy shit, it's growing. That's That's what she said. That's what she said. And you can choose a monthly amount if you want to support us. It doesn't matter if it's 99 cents, whatever you want to do. Any amount is appreciated and will help us continue making these episodes. We love everybody who listens. And fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. (laughs) Hashtag fuck the haters. That's right. Fuck the haters. (laughs) Any last words, my peeps? Um, Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> and unlike the Westboro Baptist Church, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. We're going to wrap it up because we're safe. We are safe. And that. <laughs> Thank you again, Danny. That is Thank Danny. You, you can find her at that Westboro lesbian. No, wait, what is it? That Tell Westboro, me again. That Westboro lesbian. There you go. That was Lesbian on TikTok. Go check out her content. Learn about her story. And that is it. Thank you so much. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. Amen.